What up, what up, what up, y'all? I am your host, Young Smooth. I'm your boy, OB. And this is The Kickstand. A place where you're going to kick up your motherfucking feet, chill out with us for at least If they hour. stink, put them bitches back put on. Put them back. Put them back. You're not fucking with it, shorty. I'm trying to tell you, bad shoe game is horrible. Yeah. It is fucking horrible. Bad shoe game and sock game. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you got to get your socks right. Your socks you feel me? Right, right. No, nigga. This nigga got a snapple. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all, I, I, don't fuck with, I don't fuck with Snapple because you know that's like from the Ku, the Ku Klux Klan. Like, I don't fuck with Snapple. But guess what? Yeah. I'm drinking that fuck shit. It's bitch. good anyway, as a bitch. I was dehydrated. Anyway, you thirsty motherfucker. Fuck that. <laughs> so. And the shit was reasonably priced. Fuck you mean. Anyway, so on today's show, we got some special guests. I got my man Gabe on the line on our Google Hangouts. And I got my girl Winnie. In the building. Say what's up, people. What's up, people? All right. So, both of these wonderful and amazing people have amazing fashion lines, which, P.S., and by the way, so y'all know, I'm about like a large, extra large, just in case you was wondering. <laughs> I'm a medium. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Absolutely. Just in case you was wondering. I'm a medium. If you would like yes. to send a shirt my way. You know what I'm saying? To you, I do things. I, you know what I'm saying? I go places. I tell people where I got it from. You know what I'm saying? Nigga eating candy and shit. I'll tell you, this motherfucker ain't worth shit. These bitches good as a horse. Oh. So, Gabe, if you have not realized, we do curse a lot. And <laughs> That's okay. I'm, I'm a cursor. Who? I like the flu. I like the flu. I like the flu. I like Sorry, baby. Can't, can't talk to you right now. Right. There, there, is, there is little to no censorship on this podcast. <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's only... So only maybe a couple of topics where I'm like, ah, let's let's stop, let's not do. I that. keep thinking about the day Dwayne, um, Dwight was like, yeah, y'all need to take it easy. And we like, take it. Oh right, <laughs> nigga, shit, no kids be listening to this shit. So yeah, so my neighbor downstairs was like, oh, y'all know what, y'all y'all do a lot of cursing, y'all do a lot of cursing. Nigga, have you met me? That's how we express ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Look, I was an artist for a long time. Was, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes the curse word is just like, it just fits. It's, it's the punctuation. That's. It's that exactly. It's the punctuation. It is. Exactly. So, um, right. <laughs> so let's get into some of the BS um, that has happened. First off, I like to tell y'all about my week because I haven't done this in a while, and I, I must tell y'all about what happened. And feel free to chime in. So my blackness was in question. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so my blackness was in question. So, okay, Gabe, to fill you in, just in case you were not aware, I'm a leasing uh, professional, and um, in that genre, uh, sometimes you run into certain people. So, I met this uh, prospect, and she was a little older. She's about 74. Oh, yeah, that's and funny. She, <laughs> she loved the apartment when she saw the model. I gave her everything about it and let her know there are going to be some differences, because, you know, when you live in an apartment, each building is kind of shaped in right. a different way. Cool, no problem. She wanted to move in the next day. She had a trustee. Y'all on these fucking phones. Fuck y'all asses. <laughs> so, 
doesn't that's my baby girl you know man that's okay Ooh. SpongeBob, what? Never mind. I was I'm about to it. go on live, but I mean, I... <laughs> no, you can. Please, oh, okay. please feel free. Just, please feel free. It's weird to say, like. No, please feel free. So, <laughs> um, so now, so now she um loves the apartment. You know what I'm saying? She, but and wants to move in the next day. She has a trust, and so they handle her money. So the trust came in the next day and was like, look. She got a lot of money, you know, we wanted to kind of budget down a little bit. This was a little bit more reasonable and still luxury. It was like, cool, no problem. He was like, one thing I have to tell you is just don't take it personal on some of the things that she may say to you. She a little off. Mm. I said, okay. Because <laughs> I was confused. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't, I was, what, how, how the fuck does this work? What do you mean? So... He goes and proceeds to tell me, you know, she might say some comments you just, you may not be okay with, you know, just if you can go, go ahead and let it slide, it's fine. Right. Call me if anything gets out of hand. So she gets there the next day or that, that evening that and evening. she's like, um, we go over to the apartment immediately to go see it. Home. No problem. Right. She gets there and she hates everything about this apartment. Now, mind you, the same apartment that she loved originally, she now hates everything about this apartment she said and i quote no she said um now all the walls in every apartment are gray all of them are gray so she's like oh you know i don't want no fucking gray walls uh, excuse me miss excuse me you're 74 why are you cursing like this this is ridiculous so she was like i don't want no fucking gray walls i said well ma'am all of the walls have always been gray like what do you mean i missed i told I but you saw this. You, I told you. Fuck if I jump. told you. You saw it. So then, let me tell you. She said the one thing that questioned my whole level of blackness. She Your said, whole gangster, everything. The whole gangster. She said, uh, you know white people don't live like this. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Excuse what? me? And, and, I, and, and, and perhaps I had the level of confusion on my face. Enough for it to be like, you know, white people don't live like this, and I had to say it again. No, but it's like, hold up, did you really just say this? Out your did mouth? you did you say did you say it out your mouth? Look, I I I saw some niggas in East Baltimore smacking old people for saying nigga. Oh my god, shit could was, shit could happen. She gave them things. she was like one second from saying nigga. Like I felt like she was gonna say nigga. I thought like I thought like so I thought like that's what she actually wanted to say. And then <laughs> she, she deep down she probably she did. She she made it. She's seventy four. She said it. Yeah, she wanted to live in this apartment until she died. She literally said that too. Yeah. And then she I mean, had the, the audacity. Way she, was talking, she it might have been sooner than then later. She right. Then. And so then she had the audacity to call her worker. Now this is a Latina. She called her worker all type of bitches and all. I said, <laughs> in the fuck. So you 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 have to have that balance between your blackness and your job. And I'm like, I I want to cuss this bitch the fuck out. I want to. Every fiber of my being is saying, "Please let me cuss her out." But, but I can't. But you, you gotta remain professional. I, like, to, Hold I, on, nigga, I can't. So my black I can't. Is, I can't beat the bitch ass. Yeah. Obviously, she old. You're not gonna get no points for that, no. and you're gonna get fired. Yeah, you, <laughs> you might get some points somewhere. White people like that, man. That's just me. I don't know about y'all, but I expect every old white person to be some sort of racist until they prove me wrong. I be. Nah, I don't give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> no, no, no. No, he he really has a point. Yo, right. if you think about it, yo, at the end of the day, yo, like I had one of my homeboys who was a white boy. He actually told me in reality, like he kept it real. But he was like, "Yeah, I say that shit, like, mm-hmm. but I would never say it around you." Right. Like he said, when I went with my boys, and I can respect you, that. No, I respect him for telling me that. Right. As opposed to me walking mm-hmm. in one day, he on the phone with his white boy, like, "Yeah, nigga." 
Huh. And it get real awkward. Like, right. right. And, and, it's, and it's strange because you got to think about it. Like, we're gamers. Yeah. So that kind of happens Boy. indiscriminately. Niggas, niggas are... <laughs> like, niggas, niggas already be dealing with that. Nigga, I be, I was just, I was actually just playing Destiny a couple of days ago. Destiny two, yeah, Destiny two a couple of days mm-hmm. ago, and um, I was in the party chat, and one of the guys who was in the party chat with us had like two friends with him, and one dude, he just makes an open chat so people could join. One dude, some white boy comes on there like, oh, I'm sick and fucking tired of these fucking niggas. Oh, but it's how he said it. Mm-hmm. He didn't say nigger. He said fucking niggas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hold up, bro. Look, let me tell you something. I just muted the shit. Like, I just took my little headset. This is not even. But that is that is one of the reasons why I do not create public chats. Because it's like anybody coming up here saying anything. We right. Wilding in there, like nine years old. Just, I don't know. <laughs> literally, literally. So I'm not ready for that. That's not that's not part of my ministry. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's just I wasn't I, I wasn't raised like this. Um, so then. The next thing that happened, it was crazy shit. It was another work-related kind of situation. I was leaving from John Hopkins. I was doing some marketing for for the job, and I'm downtown. So you and you're in DC, Gabe. So I know this is pretty much the same goddamn thing because it is. <laughs> but I was in downtown Baltimore, and I didn't know that people just have some of the funniest homeless signs I've ever seen in my nigga. life. This that is like nigga. a serious thing. This no, no, this shit funny. Whole, he had a whole sign. They said too ugly to prostitute. So it's like I'm not mad at him. For I that, was looking though. for my change. I'm not mad. At I was him looking for that, my change. Though. I said like, you deserve my change. You deserve. The change you deserve that, my change. Like, <laughs> like I've seen yeah, it. I actually. Yo. See, I've seen a guy who had a sign who was like, it was creative, but he was like, family kidnapped by ninjas need money for karate lessons. And I was like, <laughs> and this was on like Caton Avenue. I was like. Bro, I got you. Yo, I, I got make sure. You need them lessons, me. You, you were creative. You get an E for effort for that one. Like, At least. Mm-hmm. That was creative. What'd you say, Gabe? I seen, one, I seen one that said, like, my wife got kidnapped by aliens, need money for space travel or something. Get the fuck out of here, see? I did see one that was, like, it was really honest. I respected it. It was, like, need money for beer. And I was like... You got it. You got it. Instead of saying I need food, I give you the dollar, and you go get a shot. You feel me? You let me know, nigga. I'm trying to I'm get trying lit, to get nigga. Beer, like, I'm trying to get I lit, had a nigga. Rough day. I need you beer money, whatever. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck exactly. You. Oh, you got that one. You got that. Like, sure, you got that all. That's cool. Um, so, recently, a couple of things have kind of happened in the ratchet and ridiculous world. Um, oh yeah. But yeah. I will start off with every this. episode we got. We got a second. We're, we're gonna go there. Always. Got you. It's ratchet and ridiculousness. Um, can we can we start with this whole situation going on with um? With um, Thangamajigga nigga, the shit that I tagged you in. No, I, I want to go there. I, we're definitely going there. Okay. We're definitely going there though. But fuck that. Now we going because let's start off on a brighter note first. Let's start off on a brighter note. Nigga, there's no brightness. No, there's ratchet. a bright note. There's no, there's bright note. I mean, ratchet. There might be some bright ratchet. You know, some bright ratchet. It's not really it's some ratchet. It's, it's just bright. It's a little brighter. Okay. Right. So Nas's new Timbaland boots came out. They are sick. And they are sick. Really? Yes. Yeah, yo. Yes, they are sick. His collection and his collaboration with Timbaland is just amazing. Every color. I was like, bitch, I want them. What is this, the cranberry? Right. But you know they always got like a food flavor and yeah. shit. Like, yeah. is these the beef and broccolis? This yeah. is, this is, not, is this white chocolate? <laughs> like, I can't wait. <laughs> I, I can't wait to find out the names, but his promotion has been really good, especially on Instagram. Like, they had this really dope um, cartoon 
of him, and it's kind of like a, a little a little split. So we kind of put that and posted that on the Kickstand podcast. I'm sorry, the Kickstand Instagram. So that that's been good. Um, but in as the more I look at the news that I'm I'm thinking of, it's just it's going downhill. Um, that's an understatement. It, it's going downhill in the world of entertainment. <laughs> so first of all, first of all. If you are a rapper or any type of inspiring entertainer in, in, general, in, in general, in general, pussy will be thrown at you. Obviously, there is no need to rape anyone. Niggas is out here. <laughs> this is this yo, too much. No, there is this no nigga need really, to this rape nigga, anyone. This nigga is is fighting the case right now. So yeah. if anybody is uh, is unfamiliar, Nelly apparently is raping bitches. Houseway. Yo, man. First of all, you're too good looking for that. Like, you don't even have to. You're light skinned, sir. Okay. That's an automatic, like, you're automatically a shoe in. I don't want to hand the L out to him because you don't know if she. I mean, I don't want to assume she's lying, but we don't know the details. True. Yeah, you know, bitches do one thing and pop up the woodwork. They want that. They want that check. Right, right. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know details. But but you know what? And then like for instance, it's not just him. Mystical did it. Yeah. And, yeah. and you still, I mean, sir. Granted, your level of money is not the same as Nelly's, because you know you got out of the game. But you you're you're back into another case. You went to jail prior to this for rape, and now you're back in jail again for the same. I just shit. I just really like, don't understand. How does that, that work? Bad. I just don't understand. I that looks bad. Just, he got another charge on that, so that, that definitely looks bad. It's him. sad. I, yeah. I don't. I don't even understand. Like these niggas got money. Mm-hmm. You can fuck whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Literally. Right. Why do you need to rape somebody? I, I don't know. I don't know because when bitches look, like, you a celebrity, you can easily go. I'm pretty sure tour buses just just bitches and ass. You go to the club. Just like you said, you got all of this money. And right. just because you have all of this money, it just automatically makes people feel like, oh, well, I, want- I can do and say whatever I feel because I've got all this money. I'm untouchable. You know, do you know who I am? Like, that's how most people carry that. They do. I'm going to tell y'all what they really think. That pride shit. OJ didn't got out. <laughs> <laughs> I should burn and, the bitches, and, literally. And Tokyo Tony throwing him the pussy. Yeah. So therefore, um, <laughs> it's like what more? Well, I mean, if this, if this, what more can you say? First of all, this old bitch need to sit her fucking ass down. Yeah. How in the world do you sit back and literally send him a message like, you know, um, I think you attractive. You know, I'm be a ride or die. When you get out and ready to cook for you, what? Bitch, what what is this old? You game know what, man? bitch? I'm taking advantage of you just for you saying that. This old cougar game, I, that's what I believe. This old cougar game. No. Nah. They out there. Yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. Nigga, I had a cougar hitting on me last night, and I was like, Yo, this I swear, yo. I told you this is good. Not all. I'm so sorry. Not all, <laughs> but some of these bitches ain't shit, my nigga. Mm-hmm. I'm so serious, yo. Me and Empire at the bar, right? Mm-hmm. We sitting there. We on one side. It's a, she's a straight up cougar and I would smash too. Straight oh up cougar sitting on the other side, right? Look, she on the other side, she's sitting with her And Gabe is nodding, which makes it worse. Look, okay. she's sitting with her husband though, whole mm. time. I, 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 look, I, when I look at women, I, I, I look for rings. Mm-hmm. You feel me? She got the whole wedding ring on, it's her, her husband, they sitting there mingling and talking and shit and all of that. 
obviously at that margarita shit. Mm-hmm. She down the margaritas, right? Mm-hmm. So some dude walks over to her, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, walk over to him, and they like talking and shit. They get up. That question, each other. question for you on were they white? No, these okay. black, yeah. When you're dapping them up, they talking to each other, like obviously they're homeboys and shit. Mm-hmm. And then you could easily, you could tell like she was she was cool. As soon as he did that, her whole mood just dropped like this nigga really entertaining somebody else. That's just that's the look she had on my face, right? right? So I'm just I'm just I'm in a bar. I like to I like to observe everybody. It's funny as shit. I don't talk too much at a bar, I just look at everything going on. So I go past and I look back at her, right? She's literally staring at me, like eating a piece of chicken, right? I'm dead ass serious. This literally, ball, this, she's literally sitting there just was, like this. Was it? Was it? Was it the flat? No, it was boneless, nigga. That make a difference. No, it makes a difference. It does. Nigga, it, it does because the sexual orientation. Because if it's a flat piece, it's like fuck it. I ain't really, flat piece might be pussy. But if it was the regular piece, then it might be I'm gonna suck your dick. No, look, like so, I'm, I'm just saying. No, look, she just cool look, 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 she she just, she just had one of them boneless joints. She was just taking like bites out of it. But she's making direct like glaring eye contact with me. Like you know why? Why she's doing it, right? But this is what she does. Like, remind you, yo, her husband's back is fully turned. Like, uh, he doesn't why. even know any of this shit's going on right now. He's mm-hmm. he's talking to his man's and shit. She's like looking at me. She's like. Winks at me. She starts smiling. She waves at me. She was like, did one of these. Literally. She was like, wow. pointing towards the bathroom type shit. Wow. And I'm sitting here like, yo, these margaritas for $1 is the devil. It is Satan. <laughs> it is Satan. The margaritas. For, the, for those who don't know, uh, apparently Applebee's has Applebee's margaritas, margaritas for $1. All like, month. month. Yeah, all month long. Um, I it, don't know if they're in every state, but if they are. Yes. Are they? Nigga. This is horrible. My man Zay living live in D.C. He was out there doing that shit. Oh, my God. Gabe, do they have $1 margaritas in D.C.? Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't been, but I heard. I heard. Oh, yeah, my nigga. They definitely do. I don't trust that shit. <laughs> Nigga, first, nigga first we had two. It's pre-cuff season, so of course yeah. margaritas is gonna you be a dollar. It's pre. You we in the pre-season of the cuffing because summer was a little late. Actually, so it's know. for. They You're said right. that um, this is the reason why they are dollars because it's um, um members appreciation. Oh. As they call it members appreciation oh. month, and it's just we appreciating all you fish. <laughs> that's literally, that's literally going all this, this drinking down right to our drinks. We appreciate you. I don't, I don't want nigga. Some bitch, some bitch, some bitch walked yeah, outside. Like some bitch walked like outside. <laughs> She's stumbling. I'm like, yo, she gonna fall. Like me and like, I like to like. Like make you know premonitions of shit, yo. She gonna fall. Yo. Mm. Watch, yo. This nigga, me and him, just like we betting a dollar. Like, yo, I bet you a dollar, nigga. This bitch fall down, yo. Yo, nah, nigga. She good, nigga. The bitch walking. She got heels on. She's like the way she's walking is like like she bow legged kinda. <laughs> she open. She yo. She she got all the way to the car door. All the, she made it all the way to the car door. Nigga, she opened the door. I guess she used too much force. She opened the door and hit herself and fell. Oh, shit. Like that. Oh, shit. That sounds painful. But Look wait a minute. Me. I got y'all one better. So, speaking of fucked up ass stories, yesterday was my little sister's 18th birthday. Oh, shit. Okay. It's always some shit. <laughs> I know. You know about prom. It's prom was already fucked up. And if nigga. you go back on any of the other shows, you'll understand what I mean by that. Nigga. I but swear, I will never do that shit ever again. I need for y'all to stop putting her out there. No, because this... To defend herself. And no, no, this I one, got you, RJ. Don't this worry. Is not, this is not about her. This is not about her. This is not about her. No, this is about shit about her. It's just... <laughs> 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 this is about her mama, Lord. This is about her mama. 
So we go have dinner. Everything was good. We, we all chill out. Um, we drive downtown and we go to a tattoo shop that's on Baltimore Street that's open till 2 o'clock in the morning. So RJ gets her tattoo, but as we're sitting there waiting, there's a guy. Okay, now mind you, on in this place, when you get into the door, the first place that you got to go up is steps. Right. Keep that in mind as the story goes along. <laughs> so I go up to the steps and we all sitting down we all talking trying to pick out um the tattoos and this that there let me tell you something they're they're the quality of the tattoos are good the tattoo artists are good the selection of tattoos not so much because there was like one with like, like yeah and they can they can okay. but there was one nigga why well, was it was a butterfly with a rose and it was like two dicks in the butterfly <laughs> like, <laughs> so the butterfly's body was a dick and there was a dick sticking out the ropes. <laughs> so I'm ready. like, I wasn't ready. first of all, I was not ready for any of that. I wasn't That's the stuff there. So that was one righteous thing that happened. So then, as we sit down, I'm like in a group text with everybody because I didn't want to be loud. So I'm texting everybody. I'm like, does anybody else notice that we just came up all these motherfucking stairs and there's a nigga here in a wheelchair? How the fuck? You got carried upstairs, nigga. Valet. So wait, I'm done. it get worse. Absolutely. The shit get worse. Like, I'm, done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. That is a good question. I swear to God, it get worse. And the nigga who was tattooing is in the wheelchair. No, 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 no. The nigga that he was getting a tattoo, he was in the wheelchair. How the fuck you get upstairs? That's my question. <laughs> you, you had so, niggas. He had so people wait. with him. He had people with him. Yeah, oh, they, they, carried, they carried his ass. They had to. Perhaps. And there was some steep ass steps. So wrong. wait a minute. So now he's sitting with That's this bitch and sure. they bought, they want to go smoke. Clearly you can't go downstairs to smoke. Okay. Because that's just not going to happen. But so she starts to wheel him towards the door and closes the door behind him. Now mind you, the steps are right there. And she had on heels and everything. We texted like, oh god, this bitch gonna fall down the steps. Like I couldn't. Like my little sister was literally in my line of sight. I said, bitch, move. I got to see this because right, I got right. to see it. I got to follow God. I got to see this because if this happens, I'm so sorry. I'm dead. I'm dead. No way, if this bitch slide this motherfucking paraplegic ass nigga down these steps, I, I, I'm done. I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. I'm done. So th this is where her mama come in, and this is just this is just so ignorant. So they had two there before he moved, right? They had two statues up there, and they're like um, like some type of lion gargoyle statues. Okay, cool. Right. So <laughs> the way my stepmother said it, she said, "Oh, I wonder how they got him up here." She says it like blatantly. Just she said them, but I thought she said we all thought she said him. We all turn and look at each other and say, oh my God, did she fucking just say this and shit? So in order for her, she caught that we did this. So in order for her to not, you know, get us into some beef so we don't be fighting downtown, because it was already on Baltimore Street, there was enough shit. And Gabe, if you ever so come to Baltimore, we'll take you to Baltimore Street she so you can understand what the fuck. Like, why is she She's just... always been yeah, that no, way. Like, I've, is I've met always, her always. a few times, and the few times that I've met her, she has just been like so... She's so cutthroat that it's just like you have to appreciate it. Like being there, it's where do no. We, where other... did we stop at when we went when we was on for prom? When we had her in the, when we um left for prom McDonald's, nigga. Yeah, she is just like, and I'm just sitting here the whole time like, yo, I know damn well whoever's in that drive through hears everything she's saying. Yes, she's no fucking filter. Like, no, I love none. These like niggas that. crazy. What the fuck I is this? Yes, I love like my that. stepmother. I'm like, but look, so. Like that, so right? look right so then she said 
so as she says it, she realizes that we all sitting there and we're like, bitch, are you talking about this motherfucker in the wheelchair? Right so she gets up and was like, oh no, he hollow. Talking about the, the car going. Hey, yo, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, yo. Was she drunk? No. Wow. You know that's natural, Dina. Like, that, there's no cut call. That is fucked up, yo. I, I have to say, I love Dina. Oh, like, my I God. Just, I love her. Like, I love the fact that she is so savage and just, like, <laughs> has yes. no filter. None. The first time I met her, like, I think she said something to me and that it kind of threw me a little bit. And I was just like... But it took me, and it only took me a minute because I was she like, I can't, I can't have no soft feelings here because clearly, <laughs> clearly I better, better just suck that shit up and keep moving because... Adjust. <laughs> so, you know what? And she's such a savage and I love her to death because that motherfucker fought a bitch at a wedding. So... Fuck your wedding. And she... I love OGs. Yeah, like, she an OG. She so said fuck your whole wedding. No, she literally got pushed down a hill in some hills because she was trying to fight a bitch that pushed the shit out of her and put her hand in, in my stepmother's face. So, she an OG and Baltimore it's is not to be fucked with. Like, that's just... OGs. Sound like it. Right. <laughs> it's just not to be fucked with. So, I'm, I'm like, what? Alright, so back on to some ratchet and ridiculousness. Um, So, we love, 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 love Cardi B here at the show. We en- we enjoy Cardi. So Yo, she done literally like when we first started this show, yeah, Nicki Minaj had a place on every show. Every single day. She show. always was every brought time. up. Guess what? Not no you, more. Yes, it was my fault. It was Not my no fault. More. Not I'm no saying. more. Not no more. He don't even I'll, mention this bitch name no more. If I can avoid it. But I am gonna mention it in this in this portion. This bitch. You ain't even had to say <laughs> I already knew. Damn Cardi. Yeah, I'm fan. Damn Nikki. So you lost one. <laughs> So Safari was on, uh, I think it was Everyday Struggle. Right. First of all, I don't want ever going on Everyday Struggle. Let me be clear. That shit just seems a little too fucking aggressive for me. God damn, Joe. Why are you always mad? What is you? Like, Joe Buttons be on his best bullshit. If I, look, what? I'd be nervous. I'd be like, look, first of all, is you going to punch me in this interview? And But Safari was not no punk. Now, Safari came in that bitch. A couple of times and changed out his mink coats. <laughs> they was nice though. They were some nice ass mink coats. But he changed out the mink coats a couple of good times. I said, oh, okay. But so to circle it back around, he kind of talks about, you know, Cardi's rise and how everything's going. And then they kind of do the comparison thing. And he was like, um, even though Nikki congratulated her, he was like, I was with her for a long time. She was like, he was like, she wasn't sincere in that she wasn't sincere in the way that she and I kind of could tell that she wasn't like right, I kind of right. for a minute was like mm, you nigga, know once she got to a certain point nigga she played the show this nigga yeah oh she she, she dragged she she dragged the nuts that she don't have on this right nigga. like literally she put them on his forehead she made clay nuts and just dragged them and put them on his forehead she teabagged the shit out this right nigga. because for a long I mean and the fucked up part is like with Safari now I like him I thought he was a clown. Now I don't. Like Everybody this. threw shade at Safari. I don't like this motherfucking hairline. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, to me, I just looked at him. If as, it's gone, let it go. I just looked at him as Gabe. Gabe is bald. Gabe is okay yeah. with that. That that's his. That's his yeah. life. Gotta let it go natural. Right. You know what I'm saying? Gabe. Yeah. Gabe. What's your, what's your nationality? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, I'm Ethiopian. See, he don't care. He's like, fuck it. I got thick eyebrows. Bitches love this. Right. <laughs> Gotta, gotta roll with this. Right. Try to front. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, so how do y'all feel about somebody that's just disingenuous all the time? Like, how do you yeah. handle that? 
I mean, it's all about for one. The number one thing to me that it comes down to is your is the individual's mental capacity. Sure. Because you gotta understand, it's just like you got some people. You call them a bitch, they'll smack you. Then you got some people you call them a bitch, they'll laugh in your face. I'm the nigga that laugh in your face <laughs> mm-hmm. because it's just like it's okay. You know, I'm a bitch. All right. What about you, Gabe? I try to keep him out the circle, you know what I mean? Just because I hate having to, you know, because I think when you know, you, like, you know. And, like, then if, if, they, if they're if they disingenuous, then so then basically you got to be disingenuous when you deal with them. Right. So, I mean, I just rather not have them in a circle. That right. makes sense. I can't Good point. Good point. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Winnie? It just takes, like Gabe said, it just kind of, like, takes too much energy to, like, feed into that. You have to, like be trying to figure out whether or not they're genuine this go round and whether they're not this Real like shit. you don't have time for that so just like he said just x them out of the picture it just makes it a whole All lot together. easier and it's a whole lot hell of a lot stressful on yourself like you can't be happy like that like knowing that somebody is like just basically full of shit all the time like <laughs> all the time who has time for that just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. eventually yeah. you just if, be like it was like School, if it was school, or like you know, then I might have time for it. But now we a little bit grown up now, yeah. like, right? But but see, see with school, y'all, everybody was locked in the institution. You kind of really had no choice. It was almost like it was almost like ours. It was clicks. It like was clicks. <laughs> it was this. It was that. Like right, you gonna get caught? No, I can't say you're gonna get caught up in drama because that I knew a lot of people who literally stayed away from anything. Like I was one of the people. Mm-hmm. They just knew me because my older brother went to school. He played on the football team. So they just know me as skateboarding, beat making out. But you know what? Don't just, fuck with him. Let him do him while he has a fucking seven inch mohawk on his head. Let him be him. I, I just I just never thought about that. School is pretty much like ours. It is like jail. Yes. Like, like I, I never jail. thought about that until just now. Look like, at this lunchtime. There's a yeah, lunchtime, then you know, you, you get with everybody, yeah, you know, collectively when you're working. But then you got the, the child time, but at the child time, that's when y'all divide into you your, your separate yeah, groups. That's how I be. The cool kids. That's literally how it is. I didn't really think about that. The public school is jail. I literally, <laughs> like, looked, I literally looked at every school I went to like jail. It is, it is Lo- jail. Off the, off the break. Like, this shit's I jail. Never, I don't know why they, that thought just ran through my You got the motherfuckers that's going to look jail. at you funny and shit. It's right. like, you, you catch them occasional scraps and shit. Little yeah. bitches full of hair. Niggas in the lunchroom throwing each other around. Like, oh shit. I remember one that I got front and center for. And one of my homegirls, one girl was talking so much shit to her. When that bitch threw her up against the locker. I said, bitch, yeah, what's up? <laughs> oh, I was, I was definitely the instigator. Mm. So, anyway, back to Cardi. So, um... <laughs> I will bring it around like nobody business. I will segue the shit out this motherfucker. Um, I'll be like, rolling. be like an old man on the segue and shit. Um, so I heard really good news though. But shout out to Cardi. So Christian Louboutin is actually interested in working with Cardi B now because See? of the Bodak Yellow. Song. That's crazy. Now avenues like this. See? Yeah. So like, now that's where you become a mole. Right. I see. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things where you just like. Damn, you you just you came out of nowhere with Literally. this. You know what I'm saying to you? Literally, yeah. So that's that's gonna be really. But she, I feel like she 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 knows what she's doing though. Mm-hmm. She she going she's she's literally taking the game and use using the shit out mm-hmm. the game. Right. She's she she no dummy yo. She's taking advantage. Mm-hmm. She's like she's raping the system right now. Like, yeah. Yeah. But yo, when you know I mean? you, when I you, there was this um one okay so when Cardi came up she came up with DJ Self. Right. Which I don't still to this day. If you're a New Yorker, you know who he is. That's fine. We ain't about that down here at the DMV. Nah. <laughs> but 
DJ Self has another new girl, and I just happened to see it. I was going through World Star. Yeah, kind of so. I think her name is like Dream Doll or some shit like Fucking that. Fucking deep ass voice. Light skin chicks. Yo. Deep ass voice. Yeah. yeah. So no, no. Actually, I think it's kind of high. This one's high. Well, I don't know. So she got this motherfucking video out, and Self is in the video. And when I tell y'all, I looked at this bitch. I said, if you don't sit your Nicki Minaj, Cardi B looking ass down some damn way, or at least try to attempt the shit. And unless she's gonna be on a new season of Love and Hip Hop, it's not. It, it's not gonna work. Like you just you you can't. We can't really rock the, with him. That's we the can't problem, rock with him unless there's a story behind him, and that's the only reason you rock with Cardi. Cardi got famous from her Instagram thing. Cardi was a stripper, and we get it. And you we, know, we it. know, we you know, there's she, nothing to hide. She Niggas know game. She was offset. Like we know. Niggas know who now. she is, where she came oh, from, what okay. she was doing. And so it's like you can't. Like somebody said online that like we can for some reason we only can give attention to like one female rapper at a time, which I don't get. Yeah, it's kind of true. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, you can't now that Cardi's here, you can't replicate that. Um, that story, like now that Nikki's here, you can't replicate that story. It's right. got to be complete, fresh, completely new. Right. I, I don't know. It's, it's like we're ready for that. And I think everybody has to kind of take their storyline and run with it, though. And the reason why I say that is because, all right. So if you got Nikki, we've seen her be the queen for uh, almost a decade at yep, this point, literally. And you have Cardi, and we've just talked about her story. And then at the end of the day, you have Remy, and Remy's story holds her and holds your interest. Right. Now, if Remy don't do nothing in, in the next few minutes, like, you know Remy what I'm saying to you, to but, but the only thing that kept key is keeping that relevancy is like, okay. It's so, Remy. Well, no, not only that. Right now, you saw the picture on Instagram with her and little Kim, yeah. so that you know there's something coming. You, um, We just seen the promo for Love and Hip Hop, so you see that Remy's going to be back on the yeah. next season of that. So there are things that kind of keep and spark your interest in that way, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like to me, it, it's there are certain artists in the game where it doesn't matter how bad they fall off or how much music they put mm-hmm. out at a cer- after a certain point in time. Like Nas is one nigga. Yeah, that nigga's not really dropping. The last track I heard Nas on was a DJ Khaled shit. First of all, and right, guess right, what? And that was what the the Nas album done or some shit like that. And he's yeah. still selling though. First of all, like, if you ever have a hip hop career like that, that's the that's one of the careers that you want to aspire to. Between him and LL Cool J, you feel me? You this month. Him, LL Cool J, and Lauryn Hill. No, These just don't even make tracks no more. No albums out, no tracks, no nothing. Nothing. But are selling out arenas. Smooth selling out a fucking arena, not and you're still getting money. paid, you're still good, and you ain't even dropping shit. Not you ain't work, probably not even working on shit, just because you know you don't got to. This nigga done fucking went and did a collaboration with Timberland. So right. now it's just like, okay, nigga, what else? Like, exactly. now you're just like, what else, nigga? What else exactly. you got to offer? What else? But so now let's go into a few questions for you guys since you were here because people be like, well, what the fuck happened to the people on the show? Because ain't, <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody saying nothing. You right, you right, y'all you right. Took y'all good. Um, so, Gabe, how did you get started in fashion? Um, I mean, I kind of got I got myself started like I would say like uh, in twenty fourteen, so like three years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. At first, I really went hard, but then I kind of had a low, like, I kind of, I had a girl for a moment, and so I wasn't really by myself, I wasn't putting in the Fuck hours. You up every time. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, I'm not going to blame her, but, like, you know, it was a discipline thing on my end. Like, I, I wasn't putting, you know, I didn't put my extra time when I needed to. I was just chilling too much, and so, you know, that situation happened to end, and in the last, like, year and a half, I really just been um, kind of just on my own, just kind of grinding it out. Mm-hmm. So I think I've had my last uh, this last year 2017 has been my best year 
Cool. So, you know, it's really been going good, like I would say, right now, but, you know, I'm trying to see where I can go. Okay. And what do you, what does your line consist of? I mean, I, I make a lot of things. I'm just not getting into jackets, but mainly it's been, like, more uh, streetwear, like uh, hoodies, shirts, beanies, hats. Mm-hmm. Um, I need all of that. I'm going to go ahead and inbox you. Like, anything. <laughs> like, I, I just been started from scratch like I had a designer that was my boy but now I'm working with somebody uh, I hit up online that I really like hmm. so we're working on something now which will be probably out in November so I'm really excited about that it's my first time doing like higher end stuff I got some the jackets that I mentioned that are gonna come out so I'm really excited trying mm-hmm. to get those out as soon as I can getting them made about a large right extra now. large and once I lose his weight just and a medium and a medium just send them send them on through send them on through so Winnie um how did you get started doing fashion? I know you've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> um, that's funny because I, I've actually gotten into fashion like watching my mom like so she yeah. used to make our costumes and like just so different things and like I would help her and sit and right. watch mm-hmm. her and then like when I turned twelve. I was like the biggest tomboy that you could like ever think of but Mm -hmm. my mom needed for something to do to keep me out of trouble so like I started modeling and it kind of like just went from there I got a uh, went to school for fashion design a little later on after I graduated high school and just it I was it it was crazy because like I've always been interested in fashion but like Mm -hmm. the older I got and the playing on both being able to model and being on stage and then like wanting to see like more of the backstage and getting that kind of crazy pull Mm -hmm. it made me just want to know more about it and like just get more into it any way that I possibly could because you you recently walked too didn't you yes yeah because you were not walking for For a long long time time. (laughs) for For a long long time. time Was that when you walked? Was that your show or Baltimore Fashion Week? I actually yes. I walked for two designers for Baltimore Fashion Week for two different days, um, mm-hmm. for Friday and then on Sunday. And it's crazy because on Friday the designer that I walked for on Sunday she saw me walk on Friday Friday show. It was like I want her in my segment. So. Damn, <laughs> just like that. Uh, come here. <laughs> so. so uh, Gabe, who are some of your favorite designers and what inspires you to, to do fashion? Uh, I would say uh, Pharrell and Nigo. Like when they started at the Billionaire Boys Club Ice Cream, that was really yeah. my like uh, engine when I started. Classic like, I saw that. I, saw, I was copping up all those tees. I was begging my dad, like in high school, let me get those like $40 tees. And I was like, still got a pair of ice creams in storage. Besides liking the actual designs, what I really. Uh, admired about it is the longevity like people still want to wear it like yes. 12 13 years later mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so it's rare when you have that because most things come and go it's right 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 study that and so admired that and I'm, I'm trying to implement that what i'm doing so gotcha. it's not easy so so what you're trying to do is make those classic timeless pieces exactly and it's not like an overnight thing it's like you know sometimes for them it came pretty easy i guess with the, like who he was he already kind of had this cool vibe but you know for me i'm trying to it's gonna come from a different way, mm-hmm. from the angle, but I'm trying to get to that same input. I gotcha, I gotcha. Yes. And so, who are some of your influences as, as, as a designer? <laughs> um, Anna Sui. Mm. I love her. She is so, she's so weird. Like I love her weirdness. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like deep down, 
Jeremy Scott is my style twin. Right. Um, right. I love Alexander McQueen. Mm -hmm. um, just because rest of like... Rest in peace, like, Alexander McQueen. Yes, definitely rest in peace. Mm -hmm. I love just like how they, they push the limit. Like mm -hmm. they don't... It's not... You look at their stuff and you're just like, wow. Like, right. It's 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 different. It's stuff that just it definitely makes you look twice. It's mm -hmm. not something that you're just like, oh yeah, I could kind of. You're like, where the hell would I wear that? Like yeah. that's the kind of stuff that just that avant garde yes. kind of pieces exactly. And yeah, and what is what is your collection like, Winnie? <sighs> well, the name of my collection is called Lime and Co. It's this acronym for Love Is My Everything. That's tough. Mm -hmm. And it's like basically, thank you. It's basically a little bit of everything. I am. I love to crochet. I love to mix and match fabrics. I have. I just recently started doing some guys' pieces because. For the longest time, I was like, "Well, I'm a girl, so I'll just make I'm girl stuff." Only girl like, shit. Let me think of something. Y'all don't see my face because you know how many times I'm like, "Oh, can I get a shirt? Can I get a t-shirt? Can I get?" So I'm so, actually yeah. expanding into guys' clothes, which has actually been pretty cool, and people have been really receptive of it, which is really awesome because mm -hmm. that kind of just it lets you know that you're going in the right direction. Like, is it know, is like, it easier for you to do guys' clothes or girls' clothes? It's never it's. The crazy thing is, it's I know so many guys, and like I'm married to a girl who loves to wear guys', guys clothes. clothes. Yeah, it's so difficult for me to like actually dress a guy because I feel like I might be a little too out, out there. The box, right. But because it's crazy because like I've actually had like guys like yo that's dope like I need that and I'm like dude this is for a girl like it just. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. You <laughs> but I mean the fact that I have guys that are like looking at my pieces like that's pretty dope it makes me feel like I can either one's actually kind of right exactly yeah. and Gabe um, for you you yours is more geared towards men or is it I would say so like I mean you know I'm trying to get into making pieces that you know that both sexes will like mm -hmm. so that's why like I'm trying to kind of make that a little bit more clear with this next run but Primarily, yeah, then, you know, I would say more uh, more male dominated. But you know, as of late, I've, I've had you know girls hit me up on the Instagram saying, you know, for the contest I put out, like they want you know the hat or they want the tea, and so it's kind of make it's kind of forcing me into you know making sure I have something for everybody. Right. So, exactly. Um, the ones that I put the hearts next to. <laughs> Again, that just we're gonna we're gonna do some shipping and handling. <laughs> Got you, but we'll talk because it's some dope pieces, and I'm telling you. So between Lime and Co and Swim, Swim Lennox, which I'm just like, yo, these are two dope designers. I could not not have you both on my show, and I was like, I had to figure out a way to do that because I think that fashion and music kind of blend themselves together really really well and so Wendy we welcome start you off on this how does music inspire your fashion oh my god it's a good question I thought oh about this one gosh. I really did I did um, how does music affect your fashion it does well, it, does. it, de it, it, it definitely really does, does. I agree. because just like when we were talking in the car and I was saying about the show how like when they messed up my music how they played like the wrong song what did they play segment. they played Michael Jackson don't Stop till you get enough. Like Michael Jackson is awesome. Rest in peace, of Michael Jackson. Yeah, I love it, man. But I had like Elizondo. Yeah, some whole shit. Era, like because it was for an autistic show. Like it mm -hmm. was specific. But like to me, a lot of times, like 
depending on the song like that could create like a whole line because at the time like a lot of times for me music i take that from like something that i'm going through right. so like that perfect song could just like wrap up t entirely a, a whole collection mm -hmm. from just like easily yeah it's just it's so easy for me to get wrapped up into music like and i love all types of music so it just it's a big inspiration it's a big help like right uh. <laughs> and gabe what about you i mean yeah i mean music is a big part of what i'm doing on both ends like as far as like the creation side like being inspired and also like, you know, as far as, like, exposure, like, I, I think of musicians and people in the music industry as people that have the most uh, influence. And so when you want somebody to wear something or you want, you know, to, to break through, those are the first people, like, that have the, the biggest, like, amount of people watching them. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like they're on both, in both ways, like, they're the ones that you kind of gravitate towards, you know, when you're doing design in a certain way, especially streetwear. Yeah. And so, you know, Definitely. I've had, like... I've hit up, I would say, close to maybe a hundred people that, like, you know, in the industry that I feel like are, uh, that I like, or that I, I was vibing with, and I had people like uh, Little B and, and all these people reach back and give me address and, like, you know, send me some shit, like, you know, people um, at, kind of being receptive, but again, you know, it's, there's it's, no guarantees, but it's a process. people that I really want to kind of, kind of be on the same wavelength with you know, people that, that I like in the industry. And let me tell you, Gabe, Gabe has a really good hustle. And, and when I tell you that you have a really good hustle, I mean that in the most level of, of, of a compliment. And the reason why I say that is because he literally reached me and I found, Gabe found me through right. IG. Right, right. Like, that's how he found us. And he literally, we've been going back and forth, like, how are we going to make this work? How are we going to make the show work? He asked to be on the show. I was like, definitely. Hell and yeah. then everything kind of comes in into From fruition. It. So shout out to you because your, your hustle is already inspiring my hustle right like, i was like oh shit and we can actually talk exactly what, that's exactly what um um i talked with the guy from new york the other day on his podcast the i hate average podcast and um he just said the exact same thing those are the exact same words <laughs> so i mean i really i really appreciate it just because you know um it's it's something that i really didn't have when i started out mm -hmm. it's you know, it's something that you know, a lot of people say oh you either got it or you don't but i think a certain level of like desperation can change somebody in the middle of their you know their lives right like something can happen or you know you can just kind of flip a switch and i think that's kind and of just happened. and be on it so when you take us through your creative process of when you're creating how, how does that work because we we've had mcs I, that have been on the show and they're, they're like yo this is how i do it this is how i get down i start with i have a, a wall I have a complete naked wall in my room mm -hmm. and I'd like flip through magazines and like my sketchbook and any and everything that I find inspirational it goes on my inspiration wall my mm -hmm. mood wall and I take bits and pieces from that and I start sketching right and then once the sketches go in then I figure out how I'm gonna make the pattern because I pattern making too right right so, right <laughs> you make the pattern for the piece and then you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. keep going you make the pattern for the piece and then you start uh kind of playing around with different fabrics and which one you want to use and which one might work and things like that and just kind of go from there and then i'll 
play around with fabrics until whichever one jumps out at me. <laughs> right, right. And then I'll get to working on the piece. I want to learn how to sew so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if I learn how to make my own clothes, I'm never going shopping. Right. Like I'm just going to buy, I'm I'm buy, to I'm buy data, I'm going to buy materials, buy cloth, and I'm really just going to make it. My own. Yeah. Everything that I whatever. If I feel like yo, okay, summertime coming up, I'm about to make me some fucking summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's how a lot of my pieces came about because it would be like I, we were going out somewhere, like, and I'd be something. like, I don't have anything to wear. I don't feel like going out. I'm gonna make some shit. Damn it, I got fabric in here. I'm about to make something. I'm work. about to sew. Well, wait a minute, you um also you did your wedding dress too, didn't you? I did. You did your wedding dress. I did. And your and, that's your, right. and, and your theme was like a purple lavender <laughs> theme. Yeah, it was like. Um, purple, our favorite colors. Mine is purple and hers is blue. So mm-hmm. I did like a combination of a purple and blue and silver. That's mm-hmm. tough. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I've loved those pictures. Yeah. I still go back to those pictures every now and again. Yeah. Um, so, look, we all have to hustle and struggle. Gabe, what is the strangest job that you've ever had before you <laughs> got to this point? And it'll be the same question for you because I know it's great. I'm probably doing it right now. Like, um, I got, I got a nine, to, I got, I got a nine to five, but I also work uh, at Safeway like nights, from, like seven to twelve. I hear that. And so I mean, I um, that job, man. The kind of people I meet every day, I meet some dope people, like people my age that mm-hmm. are uh, at school, like you know, doing the thing, and they, you know, they they give me a shout out, and they always you know talk about the game, clue me in. So I mean, I, I like that, but also you get people that come in that are just so much older from a different time that are like you know just. You know, I can't really relate with them and, you know, keep be treating all kinds of ways, seeing all kinds of things. And, you know, I think that it, uh, it's cool just because you don't know what to expect or that you go to work. Like, you're right. Standing, you're standing there, you know, standing whatever item and, you know, you kind of, you get somebody you probably never see again, but never thought you'd meet. True. Saying some True. Anything that you've done or any other jobs that you've had before where you're just like, why am I here? Uh... Oh yeah, I had one. There's one joint I did. Um, it was like literally, I was there for like ten minutes. It's one of those uh, call center joints. Right. It was one of those call center joints, and like I, I, hate I sat, him. I, hate him. I sat down and I was there for like ten minutes, just out of my mind, just like not being able to handle all the calls and people just upset as fuck with me. I was just like, nah, I'm <laughs> out of here. This, yeah. yeah, I'll do something. Yeah. I stay broke a little bit longer. There you go. There you go. Winnie, any strange jobs that you may have had? Yes, actually. Um, Besides the one now. I was a, I was a janitor. What? I was. I was a janitor at, at this, um, at like this kids, it was like a home for kids where they like, but it was like, they were like away from like the government was in charge of them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was. Like foster. I, no, kind of, but they were like the state was in charge. It was like a school and like boot camp. Yeah, no shit. But I was a janitor and I was like the smallest one there. And like some of these kids are like fucking bigger than me, and they're like they've been to jail and they've been. Oh, so you was like, like in a juvenile detention, right? Kind of and it was like no. so crazy because fuck like, out of here. Cause like I said, like I was a janitor, so like everybody knew like I was like the new one there, and I was like the fresh meat. And they're all like looking at me like, yeah, doing here like you like you're, you're probably one of us. I'm like man, the young boy. That's how these kids the don't boy. even know like 
if something pops off and that's like all I could think of like if something pops off mm -hmm. I'm gonna just this mop like, going across my fucking grill <laughs> just like and they were like you had to like be careful cause like when the kids like had moments like you couldn't go in certain parts of the school to right. clean yeah. up and it was just like and again like I said I was like the smallest one cause I was the only girl so like mm -hmm. it was like me and these two other guys and we're like lugging the stuff and they're all looking at me like what are you even here? Like, what are you doing here? Like, this is a mistake. Like, it was, yeah. that I have to say, like, that has, was like the craziest job that I've ever. Because I was like scared for my life at one point. I was like, I think I was there for like a month. I was like, bro, this is not for me. <laughs> I think the the worst job that I ever had um, was a call center. Now I, I dropped shit. I liked Comcast. Don't get it twisted. That I was fine with. I could deal with it. I understood why the people were upset. And actually, surprisingly enough, Comcast taught me a lot. Comcast taught me how to listen, how to be empathetic. So Comcast is cool. I'm not mad at that. But I did have one call center job where I was like, what the fuck? Is this? First of all, I don't like asking nobody for nothing. If I can do it myself, I'm going to do it. When I tell you to call and ask these people for money was horrible. I ain't getting no sales. You hear me? I'm just like, hey, I'm calling on behalf of the firefighters of, of Baltimore County, and we would love to have your donation. I didn't already donated for the year. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we appreciate. Because once you already told me no, I'm like, I'm like, wow. I'm done. Not for this fuck ass company where y'all ain't even paying enough. He was like, you can come in whenever you want to. Well, I'm not going to come in. How about that? How about that? Now, I've asked this question a couple of times and I'm going to ask it again because, you know, I told you Hood was on the show and we had the discrepancy on, on some things in, in the technical world, so we got to do that again. But, um, if you were not doing fashion, what else would you be doing? Gay. Yeah. See, I don't even know, man. I don't even want to think about it. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> right, my future is, like, kind of what put me in this so it's like True. you know I could I mean I'd probably be like, in a, like a, an accountant or somebody just doing numbers for some company like okay you know somebody just doing the same thing every day and so yeah you know that's you know really scary for me yeah you know and so I, that's what kind of like you know told me to at an early age this is not the route you want to go no matter what the check is <laughs> true 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 Winnie if you were not doing fashion what would you do probably be a couch potato yeah because like i've i've i don't want to do anything else like it's just it's like like you said it's weird to and it's scary to think about like i would have to do something else like i i would probably i'd probably be like a writer or maybe a comedian because right. i think i could maybe like try my hand at comedian because mm -hmm. like they told me that i'm funny so <laughs> Might be able to try my hand at that. Right. I mean, I could like do stuff where I could be cute all the time if I could just sit and just be like cute every day. Every day, I could do that because mm -hmm. you know, people are like, You're so cute, but then I would have to like make sure that nobody would try to kidnap me, <laughs> right? Right, right. So it's a, it's, it's a thin line, it, it is, is a, it thin, is a thin, line. thin balance. It is. Um, you know, I don't know if I've always been a uh, jack of all trade and master of none because it's always like I've done so many things so I don't know what I would be doing I love my job now I it, it definitely pays and supports the bills but if I wasn't 
this the podcast situation came out of nowhere it kind of came out of left field almost two years ago and i'm just like you know what this is what i want to do when i want to do my ode to hip-hop and it became more than just an ode to hip-hop it became fashion it became life it, it, it gets funny it gets deep so yeah. you know there are so many different Sounds moments like therapy it, it is and it's very therapeutic because it's every week verbal therapy to, Yo, look, y'all get to get a, a glimpse into my fuck-ass life every, every week, and it's horrible. It is horrible. Um, so we're going to kind of wrap this up a little bit because it's been a great show, and I'm so very, very excited. So, Gabe, uh, we're going to start with you. What do you have going on, and what's next? Uh, I, mean, I, I touched on a little bit, but I got these uh, these jacket sets coming out. Mm-hmm. I got a couple more items that I'm going to be throwing out there in November. Okay. So I'm just kind of just speeding through it right now, trying to finish that up with my, my art guy. But, you know, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, I think it's probably some of the best stuff I've ever done. You mm-hmm. know, and I'm really uh, hoping that uh, this will be my, my best uh, couple months that uh, uh, that I've uh, had that I had going for me. So I'm, I'm just prayed up right now and working hard. True. Good shit. Winnie. Nice. Um. <laughs> Uh, I've got a model call on October the 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing the Raw Showcase okay. for the Raw, because I'm a Raw artist now. Yes. I'll be down Baltimore Soundstage yep. on October the 24th. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get tickets um, pretty much on any of the social media sites, mm-hmm. um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All of my handles are at Witcherline, mm-hmm. W-H-T-Z-U-R-L-I-M-E. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All one word. Um, that follow right now. Like, I mean, I'm going to follow right now. Yes. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, follow me yeah, so gotta, I can follow link, you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then in addition, before we go to, uh, when you talk about the show Which and the epicness of the show yesterday, right? Oh, yes. So yesterday I did a fashion show. Um, it was called Stomp the Runway for Autism. It was so awesome and it, like it touched me like because that's a personal thing. Like that really True. hit home. My nephew has mm-hmm. autism. Mm-hmm. So like when the people hit me up and were like, We love your pieces, we want you to be a part of it. I was like, sure, definitely, no problem. Mm-hmm. And it just we'll like it was you got to meet like of course you got to network with a lot of people but like they had kids in the show and the kids that you know some of the kids actually had autism Autism. Mm -hmm. and to like work with the kids and everything it just really like it melted your heart like it made you feel good like just being able to and like the end of the show is like what it was a tearjerker because Mm -hmm. the guy who does who was in charge of the show his name's Derek Dixon um he his son has autism Mm -hmm. and at the end of the show he was they were playing never could have made it Mm -hmm. and of course you know that's already gonna grab everybody by the souls anyway and then like his son grabbed the microphone and started singing there was not a tear there was like not a dry eye in the house because Mm -hmm. it was just like it it connected you on so many levels because it was like first of all you you're actually open and saying to god like first of all that it's without you that i've never Never would have made it this far regardless of your situation right and the fashion show was to like bring awareness to autism because a lot of people don't really know or understand like people who have autism they're not levels exactly exactly and it's not like a mental illness it's not a sickness it's not a disease that you can autistic kids actually fucking intelligent they are they're actually like smarter i know some you're 
average person. <laughs> like they just do things differently, and, and they learn. Differently. A lot of them are dyslexic. A lot of them, um, it's their, their, it's their mind. Their yeah. mind, their mind races. Like they yeah. think about so much shit that the processing. Yeah, it, you know, it's yeah. Like you would just sit and look at that. Like for example, you could just sit and look at that clock and be like, oh, it's, it's a, a clock. clock. But a person with autism, they could sit and look at that clock and be like, okay, I this make, clock I has it's like, cogs and it has spinning things. And it's, why is it doing this? Why is it? What is it exactly, about they this clock know, like, that is so, so it's just, I love the intelligence. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it. And, and, and my stepbrother, Brian, uh, Ryan, yes. is, is autistic. And he's yes. smart as shit. I love him. He is amazing. And he is a savant. So he can hear music and literally replicate it all mm -hmm. over again. He will remember, you tell him to remember something and he will remember mm -hmm. it verbatim for what you said. And you can't, you would never know that you, you he's not making it up. He's not fabricating it. It will be word for word yeah. what you said. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's an amazing gift. And I think that we need to, I think that they need to not call it a disease and start looking at it as a gift. Yeah. You know what I'm saying to you? I'm definitely, we're definitely going to eventually do a show on that and talk and touch more on that topic as well. But, Right now, we're going to wrap up, and I appreciate both of you guys for being here. Thank Gabe, you. thank you so much for your time. I, I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Um, yeah, and then we'll, you and I will link up definitely offline soon, and we'll talk soon. And um, if you have anything else coming up, um, some clothes. Also, and some clothes, because I'm coming for it. <laughs> <laughs> and, right, and where can they reach you? Uh, the handle is the same for everything S-W-M-L-E-N-O-X swimlinux.com mm -hmm. IG Twitter all the same absolutely absolutely and um, for us we also are still interested in looking to do this mixtape every beat that you hear every week is still symbolic of everything that we're trying to do and create you know our citywide mixtape so from DC VA Baltimore we're, we're trying to put that together and figure out a way to be unified in that in that regard so mm -hmm. hopefully we'll get a couple of dope artists but we definitely want to showcase everybody um, small businesses local businesses all of that um, you can find us of course on SoundCloud at the Kickstand Podcast, and you will also be able to find us now on Google Music mm -hmm. and TuneIn. So make sure that you guys check us out there. Um, in addition, if you, this is how we also get on the shows. <laughs> Gabe hit me up, and Gabe was like, you know, hey, he hit me in the Kickstand Podcast. Um, email box and I said wait a minute it's a real email yeah I remember this, yeah. this ain't no spam like this is crazy this like, nigga fucking this nigga fucking video chatted my dumb ass I said, nigga, I'm playing a game and shit I'm like oh shit and, and after doing this for like I'm you know I'm so mad that he sounded surprised though like why are you surprised <laughs> you're not supposed to be surprised I was a little surprised though. I was because here's the thing you, you kind of get when you're starting something new you don't get quite the feedback that you're hoping for like I think everybody has a Absolutely. has a, a mindset to be like yo this is gonna be dope this, this is, is what I wanted to be but you have to let it build so to actually have someone of Gabe's caliber who is a hustler and was like look this is what we what, what we gonna do or I'll make it and I can do this and I can do it and to have those conversations be a real legitimate conversation and not somebody mm -hmm. trying to sell you something is, is definitely awesome so I, I appreciate it um, so we're everywhere as well so we're the kickstand pod on Twitter the kickstand podcast on Instagram and Facebook so make sure you guys check us out um, and we're gonna leave off with the way that we always leave off yep. which is fear 
false evidence appearing real. It's only real in your mind if you make it that way in your mind and then to add insult to injury, look, we have some great people in the room now. Who would have thought that that would have happened and if you didn't step out on faith, say that again. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you can't be fearful. You know what I'm saying? So, once again, we'd like to thank y'all so much. I am your host, Young Smooth. I'm your boy, OB. And this is the kickstand. All right? Yeah. All right, now.